Hello everyone! Welcome to Team Talk Unfiltered. Today we're joined with Mr. Atlet. He's our first official guest and he's a paramedic and a firefighter. <laughs> so we he is actually our Health Foundations teacher, so that's how we know him. And we're gonna start off with a few questions to get to know you a little bit and Perfect. about your work and what you do. Sounds good. How did you know you wanted to be a firefighter in the first place? So it was my actual second choice. I actually wanted to be in the Coast Guard first, but oh. uh, they weren't hiring at the time and they kind of turned me off of the whole program. So a friend of mine was a firefighter and he told me to come on by the station and give it a try. So the rest is history. And you ended up liking it. I did, I loved it. Wow. Um, and when you were a teenager, did you expect to be saving lives? Like. I knew that I wanted to do something outside of just the regular desk job. Um, I knew I wanted to get my hands dirty. I couldn't sit still for very long, so I wanted to be on a job that, that I was able to move around. Uh, and I like to think on my feet, so something that was exciting and, and changing. And yes. Okay. okay. Why was it that you chose this path? Um, I chose this path because a friend of mine, obviously a mentor, uh, told me that uh, that it was a great opportunity, number one, to use the skills that I already knew and already had for wanting to save lives. Um, and then also the high excitement and the, the ability to make a pretty good living. Okay. So according to an article, there's some misconceptions about you, firefighters. So according to EMS, <laughs> it says, Ooh, so tell, like us, tell us like if this. You, this is right or wrong. So thinking paramedics can help them with an odd job, like someone calling you to fix her shower. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, yes, but not fix the shower. We've had some where they've had water leaks at the house. <laughs> they don't know how to turn the pipes off. So oh my God. Oh my God. Any kind of emergency, we're supposed to be able to show up and assist. But do you actually assist them? with their water leak? We do, yeah, only because oh. it could become an issue. Let's say you're in an apartment building and the water then leaks down to several other apartments below you wow. and it becomes an electrical hazard. So that um. is something that we have to take care of, so yes. Okay. Another one is that thinking a paramedic can fight or shoot a bad guy. Fight or shoot a bad guy. No, yes. we don't do any of that That's stuff. the police. We, That's we police. actually don't even go on scene until the, BSI? Uh, the scene BSI? is safe. Uh -huh. It's the police. Job. Another one is thinking that paramedics can use their lights and sirens whenever they feel like it. Um, <laughs> is that guilty? I'm not denying that. So according to policy, we are only allowed to use it when we're on emergency calls. We have to come to a complete stop at red lights, and we're not allowed to exceed the speed limit. Have you ever used it? He's not gonna. According to policy, <laughs> we're only supposed to do certain things. And the last one. Is it true that firefighters just hang out in the station all day? Uh, <laughs> another one that's true. So we do like to stay out of the public eye because a lot of people don't understand our job. And so if it looks like we're just out driving around, they think that we're not doing anything. Mm. And we really are always ready. It's just we're the second stressful job in the entire country. So, oh, I didn't know okay. that. And so when we're doing our thing, it's very stressful. And so we have to have some time to relax. To relax. And so we have that time set aside to relax. So we're not just driving around the neighborhood because you guys really you know, <laughs> on us all the time. So we're, we're always ready, proud to serve, but we also need a break as well. Okay. What has been the most impactful save that you've made that has changed your life? Well, I've had the opportunity to see all walks of life and have the opportunity to, to come in when, when people need us the most. And uh, it's got to be the most rewarding thing to, to see somebody 
who was dead for one moment and then we were able to bring them back to life the next and, and it, it's insane that, to say to, that actually they were able to walk yeah. out of the hospital so it's probably the most rewarding thing in life wow. okay do can do you mind telling us a story about like something that you have saved or have you seen a little uh, well, that one time that you helped and it changed you forever. the way of, yeah or the way you think or your brain chemistry so listen, I've run on a bunch of calls and uh, there's not one in particular that kind of says that I it, like changed my thing in life. A lot of the bad calls probably changed me and affect me more than the good calls. But um, I think I just love the fact that when I help, whether it is to save a life or the life is already lost, that I get to put my skills into action. And it, it, it affects us most when we don't do the right thing. And so my job is to make sure that I have the knowledge and skills and ability to do the right thing when I'm asked to do it. And so that is the most impactful thing that's changed my life, is the ability to, to be the one that is the most help, but then to do it the right way. Okay. We also um, researched another article published by LinkedIn, and it said that Ooh, firefighter, you like LinkedIn, mm. yeah. um, so that being a firefighter does bring some challenges, right? Um, how some of them were maintaining work-life balance. How do you maintain a work-life balance? So it's very hard because our job is run on adrenaline. So we're we're adrenaline junkies, and so. Uh, when I first got on it, it's really hard to kind of pull yourself out of that kind of zone when you're in it. And it's more like the military. So when you're away in the military for two months, you're in a military mindset. But when you come back to the to home, you have to kind of change your mindset. The problem with firefighters is we do that every two days. So we're away in the military oh, wow. mindset and where we're, we're you know, shootings and stabbings and people burn, burning in buildings and we have to pull those people out. But then the next day I have to go home and be a dad. And so it's it's tough, but it takes some time to adjust to that. So I like to take about an hour, two hours in the morning to make that change. Okay, another one that we found was sleep disruption. How do you manage, like, because I know you guys have night shifts, and then you go here and come to work too, so. So sleep, is, sleep deprivation is the number one cause of cancer and oh, wow. in the fire department, as well as anywhere else. There's nurses that do the same thing, military does the same thing, police officers have night shifts as well. Um, so really, it's about when you're off, take time off. Because a lot of people, when Work, they're off, yeah. they're, they're working or doing something else. And it's really important when you're in a job like mine, when you're off, you need to be off. You need to catch up on your sleep. You need to rest, relax. Spend time with family, things. friends, with kids and wife. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And another one is emotional, psychological strain. Have you ever lived? Yeah, so that that's obviously a, a part of being a firefighter and anything in the military or when you have to have that kind of mindset. Uh, PTSD runs rampant in the fire department as well as the military. And the way that you kind of combat that is I do counseling. So I do counseling once or twice a year, um, not because I need it per se, but because I want to front load. So I want to be prepared in the case that I do need it. I know how to deal with those situations. Of course. Okay. Have you ever contemplated changing professions due to such um, emotional challenges associated with the career? I did. The very first call I ever went on was very emotionally um, straining for me. And it was either I could deal with it or I had to move on to another profession. And I was able to kind of deal with it. And like I said before, when you do the right thing, it's a lot easier to get over something that you maybe mess up on or you lose a life. The reward that you get. As long as you yeah. do the right thing, it, it doesn't take that much strain on so you're able to get over it. Okay. Um, we also know that you're a teacher, obviously, because you're here with us. Right. <laughs> so, 
How, why are you a teacher as well? Why did you decide to be a teacher as well as a paramedic? Well, I thought it was just the next step in my profession. I thought that it'd be a great opportunity to help affect the next generation of firefighters or um, really the next generation of adults. Uh, we have a problem in this world of adults being adults. And so I thought I'd have an opportunity to take what I've learned in my own family, because I have four kids myself, and teach that to the next generation. So I want to prepare you guys for to be adults, to be a uh, part of this society. I actually enjoy your class a lot. <laughs> He's like the funniest teacher. How much did you get paid to say that? Uh, <laughs> I but yeah. Like, <laughs> I like so that's it. That's the end of our podcast. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, remember, guys, that you can DM or email us at uh, Teen Talk Unfiltered Pod at gmail.com some anonymous confessions or tips about our podcast as well as our Instagram at Teen Talk Unfiltered and TikTok as well at Teen Talk Unfiltered. And stay tuned for more episodes Bye. next time.